Hello and welcome back to episode number 7 of the David Hessian podcast. So today what I'm going to talk about is sleep. So on my Instagram today I have a post going up about sleep so just like a little bite-sized clip about it. Um, this isn't going out till Friday, today's Tuesday. So some of you might have seen that but this is just going to go into more depth on it. So just to give you a little bit of context first. So like right now I am trying to wean off caffeine try and get down to like no caffeine for a week so right now i'm having like maybe two cups of decaf coffee a day and a tea so like decaf coffee has i think up to like five percent of the caffeine of a regular coffee so definitely way down and the last two days it was a bit weird not having caffeine um felt like my head was in a cloud to be honest and i was like falling asleep on the train um even after getting like nine hours sleep ten hours sleep so it was pretty weird but Anyways, so with that, I just became a lot more conscious of my sleep. Um, also, everything everything I know about sleep basically came from a couple of people, one of them being Matthew Walker. He wrote Why We Sleep. He was on Joe Rogan. Um, and yeah, so if you want to know anything more about sleep and get into the science of it, really interesting book, Why We Sleep. Um, very informative. Really, really tells you the importance of sleep. Um, especially because like, over the last few decades people have gone oh sleep like Arnold Schwarzenegger sleep faster sleep isn't that important grind 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 get stuff done it's like you're not going to be as productive while for any of the time while you're awake if you don't get enough sleep and you're not going to last long so run through some of the negatives that come with not getting enough sleep so when you sleep your brain basically there's this protein that builds up I can't remember what it's called this like sticky protein in your brain and as you sleep your body like cleanses it out and flushes it out um if you don't get enough sleep if you don't get into your deepest sleep this doesn't happen and that building up uh, is linked to alzheimer's disease so not getting enough sleep is very strongly correlated with alzheimer's disease also people with alzheimer's disease aren't able to get as good of sleep aren't able to sleep as long so it's like this cycle that just gets worse um so while you can sleep try and try and get it fairly often um short-term memory loss so like you always hear about people cramming for tests like staying up all night doing all nighters and cramming and actually when you do that you might be able to remember it like while you're doing it but while you when you go into your into deep sleep so there's REM and in REM so rapid eye movement sleep and non-rapid eye movement sleep when you go into your NREM sleep your body decides what's your brain decides what to what stuff is important and what stuff isn't to remember and then during your REM sleep I think it is that the memories from your hippocampus which is your short-term memory get transferred over to your long-term memory so basically what happens is if you don't get enough sleep or don't get a deep enough sleep you your short-term memories don't get transferred over to your long-term memory so then your hippocampus which has a very limited storage they're the two parts in the side of your brain they have very limited storage and so the next so as you if you keep going for longer than a day trying to learn new things your memory is full basically your short term and then you can't even the next day then if you haven't got enough sleep you can't remember new things because the storage is still full because it hasn't got transferred over and as well as that it can only stay in your short-term memory for a certain amount of time so you're forgetting things the whole time as well so not getting enough sleep and trying to cram for exams all night it's actually less effective than going to bed on time and actually remembering what you did learn during the day 
Um, you also have increased risks of heart attacks, um, heart disease, loads of other diseases, um, cancer as well. So not getting enough sleep can getting less than six hours sleep for a week. They done a test on I think it was like ten people, and all of them their natural killer cells, which are responsible for killing like cancer cells and other diseases, so like their immune system. Um, decreased by 70% the activity in them so that's like a very massive change um also there's only very there's very few people i think it's like one percent of the population that can survive on um or no it's what is it when put as a percentage of the population it's like a fraction of a tenth of a percent the people who are genetically predisposed predisposed to being able to sleep less than six hours and function like a proper human being and not have any of these um, negative effects also it slows down your reaction times so driving driving a car with less than five hours sleep is the same as being on the legal or the illegal alcohol driving limit um, so that's how bad of a driver it makes you so you're as likely to crash with less than five hours sleep as you are while drunk. Something to think about. Um, increased risk of all-cause mortality. So basically means you're more likely to die of everything if you're not getting enough sleep, if you're less than six hours sleep. Uh, shift work has been named a possible carcinogenic. So doing shift work, being working nights, not getting a proper sleep schedule, has been called by the world health organization a possible carcinogenic meaning that it's very plausible that that is very that it is likely to increase your risk of getting cancer um also caused a lot of immune deficiency as i said before that 70 percent decrease in natural killer cell activity so that includes cancers most diseases um anything that affects your immune system um, but then on to some of the benefits of getting enough sleep. So obviously improved memory, opposite to the other side. Weight loss. So getting enough sleep, well not getting enough sleep can cause weight gain. It can also cause weight loss in some people who have insomnia. It goes one of the two ways. But when you don't get enough sleep, your le so leptin and ghrelin, the hunger hormones, uh, I can't even remember which one is hunger and which one is satiation, but whichever one is for hunger is ramped up when you get tired and the one for satiation is lowered also your blood sugar levels aren't as steady um, a lot of things that are affected by not getting enough sleep that can cause to weight loss cause bad food choices also your willpower is actually greatly affected by not getting enough sleep which can cause you to binge and make poor food choices um, your recovery is greatly affected by sleep. So not getting enough sleep, you um, you don't fully recover. So basically, like, one of the big points in Matthew Walker's book was the question isn't why we sleep, it's why do we ever wake up? Because while you're sleeping, you're conserving calories, your body is in this state of home um, recovery, um, just absolute balance, and nothing bad is happening to your body you're not wearing any parts you're not um using up any excess energy um but obviously we have to get food and reproduce that's why we wake up i guess 
but then we spend so much time awake so it's like why is the rest of that um but yeah so just any like recovery from workouts recovery from um your memory from any any sort of damage you've done to your body that all happens while you're sleeping or most of it so it's really important to get sleep uh long the longevity of your brain health and just your overall health so getting enough sleep consistently over time definitely increases your lifespan also increases your mental capacity over the over your life so like people getting alzheimer's and stuff like that it obviously puts it off longer especially if you have a good sleep schedule um yeah it also decreases your risk of getting depression um the symptoms of anxiety all decreased by getting enough sleep um people who have um depression and anxiety taking antidepressants has less of an effect than getting a good sleep schedule just a little fact there from johan harry um also you'll have more energy throughout the day some mental clarity um just helps you think faster really it's like your brain being just functioning optimally um obviously like all these things if you have a terrible diet or something else terrible going on in your life it's probably not like a lot of these things can still happen but after diet this would be my second most important thing if i were to rank things in terms of importance to do with health and fitness um so sleep would be number two um yeah and just another benefit is reduced risk of cancer heart disease and alzheimer's so how do you improve your sleep so first thing i'd say is get into a schedule so try and go to bed at the same time every night and get up around the same time every day just so that your circadian rhythm lines up you're getting a perfect you know at at bedtime you're tired you fall asleep fast at time to wake up you get up and you straight up energy because the hormones that control sleep so you have like melatonin and adenosine so melatonin is the one that goes by when it's bright out melatonin production or melatonin is not released when it's dark it starts to be released to make you feel tired your circadian rhythm then is controlled by adenosine so your circadian rhythm is like a natural rhythm that's built into you that it ramps up at night time goes down ramps up basically so i think it ramps up as well in the middle of the day that's why you get that kind of slump in the middle of the day but when adenosine and melatonin line up that's when you should be sleeping that's when you get into your deepest sleep um what caffeine does is it blocks adenosine so it blocks your adenosine receptors and that's the thing with caffeine as well is if you drink caffeine whatever time of the day it has a half-life of like five or six hours so if you drink like i don't know can of monsters like 150 milligrams of caffeine in i don't know like 12 o'clock in the day by five o'clock you still have 75 milligrams in your system by 10 o'clock at night you still have whatever half that 37.5 milligrams of caffeine in your system so you don't want that um so yeah get a good schedule going to bed at the same time getting up at the same time um reduce reduce the amount of screens you're looking at in the evenings so as it gets near to bedtime reduce your screen time um try and get a lot of natural light in during the day too so like the lights that you have in your house inside it in the evening or in the morning the amount of actual light coming off that the amount of light energy 
is nothing compared to even on a dull day like today it's very gray outside but being outside you're actually getting a lot more light than being inside with the lights on um even though it mightn't seem so so get out get out in the light um try and take in as much light as you can during the day so that your body knows it's daytime and then when it gets dark when you actually go into the dark it'll ramp up that melatonin production um yeah so also no screens for the last hour if you can blue light blocking glass obviously you can use them you have night you have that night screen on the iphones that you can put on i think most phones have it where it like turns out it reduces the amount of blue light coming off them which helps um also when in your bedroom like don't do any work don't watch tv if at all possible try not to do anything in the bedroom except sleep so that when you go to bed you just conk out fall asleep out like a light um because your brain starts to associate going to bed with just going to sleep creates the habit of as soon as you go to bed you just fall asleep um, so a lot of people saying they have trouble falling asleep at night a lot of the time it's because they do other things they be in bed watching netflix for like an hour and then next thing they decide oh now i'm going to go to sleep but their brain thinks oh this is the bed where i watch netflix so it doesn't it doesn't cop on to just go to sleep um sleep in a dark room as well so just as i said before with melatonin production so you want it to be fully dark try not to turn on any lights like and obviously if you have to when you're going to the bathroom but try and keep the amount of light you're turning on to a minimum um you could also supplement with like melatonin short term if you need it to get back into your sleep schedule you could use melatonin for a little while wouldn't recommend doing it long term because it can affect your natural melatonin production um zma so zinc magnesium um i take magnesium because most of the western world is deficient in it apparently so stole that from brian kane and he's usually right about these things so started taking magnesium um don't take zinc but it is something worth trying if you are having trouble sleeping and that's kind of everything for today so as you can see i'm very passionate about getting enough sleep most nights i get eight or nine hours sometimes i get more if work gets in the way so it's a little bit less i know for a lot of people um who have jobs and that don't allow for it or have kids they be like oh i can't do that like that's not realistic but even if you have to get six hours at night or whatever it is and then get a nap in during the day do that humans used to be biphasic sleepers um have yourself a little siesta just try and get as much sleep in as possible because it will make your life a lot easier um as the saying was like getting a good eight hours sleep makes the other 16 a lot easier um so that's everything for today another quite short one i find these a lot better getting it in short and snappy getting my point across not dragging it out too long it's probably hopefully it's easier to listen to that way um thanks for listening